0: welcome thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by david entry preaching is the means by which god manifests his word and nourishes our spirits may the life of god enter into you and you as you listen to this message be blessed we thank god for bringing us together and god bless you i believe God is preparing laughter for you. As I was praying and preparing and meditating on God's word, there's a word that was so strong on my, came so strong, it's like it, 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 it took hold of me. It, it gripped me. It took hold of me. And I said, wow, this word is strong, but that's not what I was going to be teaching. But it laid hold of me. And the word is fear not. Fear not. A word from God. Fear not. There might be someone here who is operating in fear and is getting critical. So God has a specific word for you. Fear not. Sister, fear not. Brother, fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. not. Don't be afraid. For God is Faithful. Bible says that God is of power to establish his word. God is of power to establish you. God is able. He is of power to establish you according to my gospel. God can do it. The word that is coming to you, he can establish you. He will, f- he will, he will make your going show based on the word. I see God bringing you to a large place. I want to wrap up with what I was teaching yesterday. All right. How to rise in victory, how to build your faith to have the victory, how to build your faith to rise, how to thrive in, build your faith, how to grow your faith to do well. I spoke about two, two main things. And number one, I said, load up the word. Load up the word into your system. Just keep loading up the word, loading up the word, loading up the word. And then number two said, after you load up the word into your system, wrap yourself with the promise of God. Because by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, so that those of us who have fled for hope to lay at for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us might have strong consolation. What? <laughs> this this one is so too too good, that by two immutable things in which it, it was impossible for God to lie, we might have strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us. Hallelujah. Secondly, you have to wrap yourself in the promises of God because faithful is he who has promised. Also will do it. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. Faithful is he who has promised, who will also do it. And Bible says that he who has called is faithful. Yes, he will do it. In first so God is faithful. And because God is faithful, because God is faithful, it is okay to trust in his promise. Bible says Abraham did not, did not stagger. Did not stagger. One moment is here. Then Another one is there. Bible is here. He did not stagger at the promise of God through unbelief. So wrap yourself in the promise of God. And then, number three, you have to maintain your homologia. No maintain your. That's how to grow your faith, to deal with any challenge and emerge as the winner. Now, I want you to understand something very critical and very important. That. We Christians are not, have not been left here on earth by God. And we are, you know, because I taught how Satan is the God of this world. We are not fighting with Satan to try and overcome him. This is hard. No, 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 no. We are not, we are not fighting with Satan to get the victory. We are already seated in the position of victory. And we are enforcing our victory over the situation. There are two different things. We are already seated in the position of victory. So when we talk about your confession, in Proverbs chapter 18, verse, verse 20, it says that a man's belly shall be satisfied with the with good by the fruit of his lips. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, with the fruit of your mouth, with the fruit of your... That, I mean, this, is, this is just a, um, a natural principle. You don't even have to be a believer to suffer or enjoy from what you are saying. What you say will determine how your lifetime turns out. So that one is just a, it's a principle coded into nature. Did you hear that? It's, it's encoded into its nature. That's how nature works. Nature works by words. So the words you speak will determine how things turn out for you. And here it says that, So, so Proverbs is not saying things that are, it's just natural observations, things that are natural in life. And it says that a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his his mouth. And with the increase of his lips, he shall be filled. Whatever is growing in your mouth, the things you are increasing, that's what your life will be filled with. So, if you keep saying things are hard, things are hard, things are hard, every day, things are hard, things are hard, things are hard, things things will be hard. You don't have to be a believer. To suffer the negative impact of your negative words. You no, know, you don't have to be a believer. And you don't have to be a believer to enjoy the positive blessings and positive impact of your positive words. So it's natural, it's life. That's how life works. Now, and so then if it works generally, then how do we get it to work for us? Well, this is very important. Anytime in the New Testament, the word homolog, anytime the word homologia is used, the word, conf- that which is confession, okay? So in, in Romans chapter 10, it says that what says the word? The word, the, the word is near you in your mouth. The word of faith from verse 7 and 8, which we preach, that if you will believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in thy heart, see that word confess is the homologia, is the speaking the word. Okay. Homologia. Now, in the book of Hebrews, chapter chapter 4, verse um, when you look at verse 14, 14 and 15, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14 and 15, it says that it talks about how seeing that we have a great high priest that has passed through the heavens. The Son of God, let us hold fast our profession is the same word homologia, is confession. Okay, so that's New King James says, let us hold fast our confession. Now, in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1, it said, Holy brethren, consider, by partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and the high priest of what? He's the high priest, of so he's interceding based on what you are saying. He's working with your confession. He's the high priest of our confession. So that's why he said he is, um, chapter 4, verse 14, again, that's why he says that let's hold fast. Uh, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heaven, you can't afford to say something different because he works with our confession. He's working with our confession. He's working with our confession. Now, this, why am I explaining this? It's so important for people to understand. Anytime you read the Bible, the New Testament, and you come across the word confession, the, the word translated confession, which I said earlier on, is homologia. Watch this, this I'm, I'm about to say something very important. Homologia, the word confession in the New Testament, always invariably, always almost always invariably means saying what the word of god is saying so confession when he said when the bible said confess or keep your confession is what what he's trying to say is keep saying what the word is saying that's the confession but anytime the bible says confession it's talking about you are saying god's word Anytime you see the word confession in the New Testament, what it's trying to say is that you are saying, so now it says, let us hold fast our, let's go to Hebrews chapter 4 verse 14. It said, seeing that we have a high priest who has passed through, that's a very strong statement, passed through the heavens. (laughs) He has passed through, who is God, Who has passed through the heavens? Jesus, the son of God. Let us hold fast. Saying what the word is saying. Let us so don't change, don't say anything different from what God's word is saying. Say what the word of God is saying. Now, you need to understand this very, very carefully. Because sometimes you we can be pushed. Two things, let me say, let me put it this way: we live in A generation or with a human life, the human life. We all grow up in an environment where people say things and this is what everybody believes, this is what everybody is saying, and this. So that's natural. Your natural, your normal worldview is to say what you know, what everybody says around you, what your family says, what your friends say, your school say, the same thing. But the fact that they are saying it doesn't mean it's correct and it's in line with God's word. So when you become a Christian, now you have to train yourself and keep saying what the word of God is saying. That is the confession. So speak what the word of God is speaking in spite of the situation, in spite of what you see. Now, watch this. Watch this. Most people determine what they say by or allow what they say to be determined by what they are seeing in their lives what you're seeing in your life. Now, listen, um, we are all watching from different, different parts of the world. So, all right. If you are from your junction, okay, you are from your junction and you are going to the shop, maybe one shop, there, there are two, you can use one route, the route that goes down the left or the route that goes up over there. So you can use a route. Now, God's plan, let's say you are going to supermarket you are going to the supermarket and god's plan is for you to go through this route but you you are already on that route you went on that route it doesn't mean that what god said because when you go on this route you will see the school you will see the nest you will see the playground but you will not get the chance to see that high-rise building that is being erected the new builds because you use a different route now god is talking about the high-rise buildings the newly built the places that are in your neighborhood but it doesn't mean it's not true because you are not seeing it's true but your path is not making you see what god said so you are on a different path and because of the path you are on you are not seeing what god has said but the fact that you are seeing some other things doesn't mean what god has said is not true and i'm telling you that god said i'll restore to you the yes then yes, then yes, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and, pray, and praise the name of the Lord. He said, I'll restore to you. The fact that things look different doesn't mean what God said is not true. This is what you got to do. You got to stick what God has said and keep saying it and keep saying it. As you are saying it, that means you are changing your route. You are changing your route. You are changing your, you are changing your path. Your path has everything to do with the word of God that you have found. You have to keep speaking it. That is how you begin to enforce your victory. You begin to enforce, you build your faith to walk in victory in spite of all the negativity that are going on around us. I see you walking in victory. you walking in power. I see you walking in the glory of God. Thank you, Jesus. So it's time for somebody to start walking in victory. Now, let me just add this points briefly as I, I, I run up. Uh, what are we supposed to confess which God further said? In fact, you can, you can summarize it all in four key points. Four key things that you must always confess. Four key, you must confess. Watch this, this is very important. You can write it if you want to. Four key things you must conf- we must confess as believers. Now, we must confess who we are in Christ who we are in Christ, two, where we are in Christ, three, what we've got in Christ, four, what we can do in Christ. Who you are in Christ, you are the new creation. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. (laughs) Yeah, you used to have a funny uh, history. used to have a funny history and funny life in the past but now who are you you are the righteous let 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 your confession be in line with who you are in christ let the basis of your confession be in direct direct agreement with who you are in christ other than that satan will take advantage of the laws of life and enforce the negative you are not you are saying or the the, the word you are not speaking it will give satan grounds for operation so who we are in Christ number 2 where we are do you know where we are in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 15 therefore since i heard of your faith and your love for the saints and uh, your, your faith in the lord jesus christ and your love for the saints. i do not cease to pray for you giving thanks i not cease to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers that the that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you that you will know what is the hope of your calling wow there's hope for this calling what is the what what are the riches of the glorious the glory of his inheritance in the saints and and then he says that and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe. Once you believe the power, the great power is so much towards you. Uh, According to watch this, this power is according to the working of his mighty power. Did you see that? The power is according to the working, according to the working of his mighty power. This exceeding great power, the exceeding great power is the megatos, Mega, mega, megathos. The 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 exceeding, this is exceeding, it breaks limits. It exceeds what you can imagine. The power of God that is working for you is okay. So that you can know and understand so that you can know and understand and understand what is the image. You can measure it. And unlimited it's not only mobile phones that give you unlimited data. God's power is unlimited to the believer. Hallelujah. And unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power and for us who believe so his power in and for us and for us who believe so there's so much power in you and for you and it is it's surpassing great power the power is unlimited it's immeasurable it is it's surpassing surpassingly great as god said okay i want you to have an idea about this power i'm talking about as he demonstrated in in the work in the working of his mighty strength when he brought up Jesus Christ. Uh, let's go back to here. Yeah. Uh, which he worked in Christ Christ when he raised him from the death. And sit ah uh, ah uh, 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 watch this, watch this. And seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. Far not above, oh, please, it's not above. It's far. There's a difference between above and far above. There's a difference between above and far above. The nursery exams is nowhere near the PhD. When someone is in university and say, I have an exam, please, it's far above what they do in nursery. <laughs> what they do in nursery is not exam. It's toys, play with toys. <laughs> far above. Yes. God raised Christ far above. Above what? Above all principality. Oh, and power, and might, and four things, principality, power, might, and dominion. And then five, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which, before it comes, there is something that is far above it. So there's new sickness that they are about to de- discover, and the new strand that is coming, the new wave, don't worry. Jesus' name is far above it before it even shows up. And Jesus was raised far above all that. And God seated him, raised him far above principalities and powers and every name that is named. And what is both in this world and what is to come. Verse 22 and gave him under, and, and he put all things under his feet and gave him, watch this, after he has done all this, then he takes Jesus, gives him to the church as the head he said so our head is far above everything and the good news is chapter two verse five and six he said christ god raised christ even when he we were dead in our trespasses he made us alive together with christ by his grace are you saved and look at what he made. what he also did he raised us up together and watch this and watch this and made us sit uh, our He made us sit together. It's not only Christ who is seated there. Once you are in Christ, where are you? You are seated together. And where is Christ seated? Far above. Oh, Christ is seated. Far above principalities and powers and dominion. And I'm talking about might. And every name that is named, he is seated. And that's where you are seated. That is where you are. And now confess that. You are far above. That so, you must your confession must be in line with who you are in Christ, where you are. Where are you? Where are you? He with Christ Jesus, far above principalities and powers, dominion. That's where we are. So, we are not trying to fight the devil. No, we are just enforcing our heavenly victory on earth. We are just we are not fighting to get victory. No, we already have we are we are fighting from a position of victory already fighting from a position of victory. We are, we are operating from a position of victory. And so number one, you have to know who you are in Christ. You also have to know that and confess that, know and confess where you are in Christ. And then number, number three, you have to know and confess, uh, sorry, and confess uh, uh, who you are, where you are, and, and what you have, your possession. There are things that has been given to you already. It's given to you already. The Bible says that according to His divine power, has given to us all things in, 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 in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse verse 3. All things that pertain to life and godliness, according to His divine power. As His divine power has given to us, all things that pertain to life is given to us. We have it. We have it. You are loaded in your spirit. I think I preached a message some time ago, loaded in my spirit. Yes. You must know what you have. You must know what you have, and these are the things you should confess. Speak out, speak out, speak the word in relation. To, speak it out. And finally, the things you should confess is speak out not only what, um, uh, 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 we, not only who we are, not only where we are, not only what we have, but also what we can do. Kai, what we can do. We should be singing, I've got the power, I've got the power, hey, I've got the power. You should say I've got the power. Someone shout, I've got the power. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can overcome addictions through Christ who strengthens me. I can preach the gospel through Christ who strengthens me. I, I can be a hard working husband through Christ who strengthens me. I can be a good wife, a hard working wife through Christ who strengthens me. I can be a loving husband. I can be a submitting wife through Christ who strengthens me. I can be a good pastor through Christ who strengthens me. I can be a faithful tither through Christ who strengthens me. I can be a faithful giver through Christ who strengthens me. I can be faithful in my word, reading of my word, and hearing the message through Christ who strengthens me. I, I can avoid, I can I can escape and stop fornication through Christ who strengthens me. I can put an end to pawn, through Christ who, oh, i feel like preaching, So much you can do. I can forgive my ex through Christ who strengthens me. I can forgive my dad through Christ who strengthens me. I can forgive my mom through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So let your word, I can walk by faith through Christ who strengthens me. Your confession be what God has said. So as I said, homologia is just saying what God has said. That's all. Biblical, Bible confession. New Testament confession is saying exactly what God has said. Don't not adding anything to it or taking anything out of it. Believing it and saying it. Believing it and saying it. Believing it and saying it. And as you say it, you will see it. You will see it. As you say it, you will see it. As you say it, you, will see, it. you, say it, you will see it. I see God helping somebody. How do you build your faith? How do you build your faith to have victory? in these times to enforce your victory to take your victory when satan is ruling how to build your faith number one load yourself in with the word load the word number two wrap yourself in the promises of god number three maintain your confession maintain your confession and the confession you should maintain is what god has said in the area of who you are in christ where you are in christ what. You have in Christ and what you can do in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maintain your confession and then seal it up with prayer. Pray. Pray. You you can't have the victory you are supposed to have if we don't pray. We got to pray just to make it a day. This is your season. This is your time the manifestation of the promises of God. For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him amen. The word of God is true. The word of God is true. The word of God is true. It's, it doesn't matter your feelings. Don't let your feelings determine the word. Don't let what's going on around you determine the truthfulness of the word. Don't let who hates you determine the truthfulness of your... Trust God, and God will glorify his name in your life. Trust God. My brother, trust God. My sister, trust God. Trust God, trust God. Let the word of God grow and dwell in you richly. And you will be an object of envy. No one has trusted God and has been put to shame. My people shall not be put to shame. And God himself said, I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten. The year that the, the years that the caterpillar has eaten. The year that the worm has eaten. The year that the years that the can- worm has eaten. I will restore to you. I will restore to you. I restore to you satan is good what he does is he tricks us he uses our emotions he uses the things that hate us the things that excites, uh, excites us the things that we love the things that get our attention he uses all those things to distract us away from keeping our focus looking onto jesus the author and the finisher of our faith Satan will use several things to distract you, and some of it, they sound legitimate. And remember, as I told you, as you were growing, you've lived your life and your philosophy and your way of thinking has always been about how your people think, your people, your education, your society. And so if you are not careful, you will be relegated to the results society gets. And you will not get godly results you will not get supernaturally produced induced results if you want supernaturally induced results then you have to bury yourself in god's word and walk by faith and not by sight i see you walking over the water i see you walk over water i see you walk over the water i see you walking over the water i see you walking over the water in the mighty name of jesus so shall it be thank you for listening to this message by david entry To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.